0: Hi, welcome to Bible Stories for Heathen Children. I'm Robbie. Um, I thought I'd do something a little different today. There will still be the the regular episodes up when they're supposed to be up. But um, I thought maybe I'd try just talking at the microphone for a little while about some things I've been thinking about, about the solstice and Christmas and this book that I'm reading to the kids, Hogfather by Terry Pratchett. Um, so I... I guess I haven't talked that much about myself because I'm doing a storytelling podcast, not a me talking about me podcast. But um, I I graduated from college a couple years ago with a degree in rhetoric and a minor in philosophy. Um, rhetoric is just you know writing and making arguments and stuff. Um, so maybe you guessed that part. And then the other part's philosophy, um, which uh, is is really important to me. Well, I could go off for a long a lot of long tangents about about philosophy about why I think it's important um you know the the original academic disciplines all kind of spun out of of philosophy. you have you know these old old science writings that are by um wasn't it Aristotle who was one of the oldest, most famous Greek Greek philosophers, um not the very first but but it, it definitely in the in the span of the history of philosophy, that was way back at the beginning. So I think a lot about meaning. And, you know, I, I tell on the podcast, I tell these Bible stories. And um, to be honest, when I was a child, it it seemed like we were getting the meaning from the stories. As an adult, it feels like um, we put the meaning onto the stories and made the stories say, what we wanted them to say. And now I'm not really sure what to do with the stories. Like, I don't really find meaning in them. Other people do. Okay, that's great. Um, I'm just telling them. Um, But there's a part of me that wants to find meaning. Um, And I think that's very, very human of me. I mean, it makes sense. I'm human. I promise. My parents always said I was an alien. You know, there's a part of me. It's like when... Are the, the Martians going to come back and reclaim me? But so far, all the evidence points to me just being actually human and my parents just overusing a tired metaphor um, for me being weird. Um, so anyway, there you go. I'm human. You heard it straight from the horse's mouth. Uh, but I I like to find meaning. Um, but the philosophical side of me kind of is like that's that's a little ridiculous that's why should there be meaning we you know I I talk about the solstice I talk about you know in in an upcoming episode the one the week before Christmas I'm talking about how the the nights get longer the days get darker and then uh right at the solstice, that's the, that's the mark of when the days are going to start getting longer again. Um, and the sun will come back. I mean, that's not really what happens. I know the sun doesn't come back. The sun never went anywhere. It's just that the position of the earth relative to the sun, the position of my particular part of the earth, um, it's going to seem like the sun is coming back at the same time. Of course, in Australia, the sun will seem like it's, it's leaving at this point of the year. Um, because of the way the planet's tilted. Did you know not every planet is tilted on its axis? I just I've always taken that for granted. And that's the reason we have seasons is the tilt of the planet on its axis. And um that's affected our whole I would say our whole culture, but it, it goes further back than that. It's it's affected, you know, everything about our planet, everything about the life that's evolved on this planet. Plants are plants grow in certain times of the year. Even there's so many species of animals um, that will breed at certain times of the year because these things are reliable. When, when is it going to get warm again? That's pretty reliable um, because it's based on the orbit of, of the earth around the sun and the way the planet's tilted relative to, you know, the sun. And, um, I know i think that's really cool but then there's a part of you that wants to find um, meaning in that and um i'm not sure like I, you want to find something really deep and emotionally significant you know um but a year is just how long it takes for the planet to go around the sun it's like it's different for every planet if we lived on um mars a year would be completely different um and that kind of just i mean i I know everyone knows that i just i think about it sometimes and i think about how all these seasons all these traditions we have are tied to the year but um it's almost arbitrary but it's not it's not arbitrary because it's the planet we've been on humans have been on since before humans were humans um so I think there is something natural about trying to make stories that that go along with this um observed science uh, that go along with nature as we know it and um but, but but back to meaning um I as far as deeper meaning as far as the meaning of life you know, I don't know what to do with that. That's a really big question. What does life mean? What should these stories mean to me? I feel like humans make their own meaning. I feel like I make my own meaning. I decide what the meaning of my own life is. Obviously, you know, that's not really what uh, I believed when I was a Christian. Um, I believe that God gave meaning to your life, and so the meaning of life was just to do whatever God wanted you to do. So then it all kind of depended on God, who wasn't someone I could exactly access. You know, wasn't someone I could hear talk back to me. So um, maybe it's not really that different from just making your own meaning anyway. Um, but, you know, have you ever, like, looked at a wall that's, that's, that's got a texture on it? It's not just a flat pane, it's got a texture, and you see a face there? Or, or you see a picture there, or you look at the clouds, and you're like, oh, it's a whale. Oh, it's a volcano. Oh, that one's a pirate ship. Um, we want to find meanings. We want to find images. We want to find stories. I'm not criticizing that. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that's what s- seems to be true. Um, and my kids have asked me, you know, why is it such a big deal to grown-ups that kids believe in Santa? Um, and I think it's because... We like the story. We like to be a part of the story. And I'll tell you the the two episodes um, of mine on this podcast that have done the best have been the first episode, the 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 one that talked about the first Genesis um, story, and also you know the story of you, Star Child. And um, mm-hmm. those have done really those those have done big numbers. And I know some people. I'm not sure how many, but some people have been listening to it multiple times because um, I think because kids, people want a story they can feel like they're a part of. Um, And I feel like the solstice does that for me. Uh, It it feels like a story I can be a part of Um, because I live on this planet and it's just the solstice is really just the story of um, the planet. And I think, but I think we look, I think we look for meaning in that we want to feel, um, connected to something. So I was thinking about, um, I'm reading my kids, The Hogfather, uh, which is a book by Terry Pratchett. And it's, it's, um, it's really great. So there's a character, it it takes place in Discworld, which is this whole different world. Um, sort of like Earth, but also not because like Discworld is actually flat. That's why it's called Discworld. And, um, it's on the back of, like, four elephants who are riding this turtle that's floating through space. And I'm gonna have to pause this a second. All right, I'm back. Um, so in, in Discworld, like, magic is real, and, um, the Hogfather is real, and there's also, um, a character called Death. And in this book, something has happened to the Hogfather and death, the character death, he has to take over for the Hogfather to try to get people to believe in the Hogfather so they can bring the Hogfather back. And um, his granddaughter, that's that's complicated, his granddaughter um, ha- has to help do this, um, has to help save the Hogfather. And um, she asks, after she saved the day, she's like, what would have happened? Because... Because Death told her the sun wouldn't rise. And she's like, um, tell me what would have happened if if I hadn't saved him. And she says, the sun, it would have ridden just the same, yes? And Death says, no. Oh, come on, you can't expect me to believe that. It's an astronomical fact. The sun would not have risen. She turned on him. It's been a long night, grandfather. I'm tired and I need a bath. I don't need silliness. "'The sun would not have risen. "'Really, then what would have happened, pray? "'A mere ball of flaming gas would have illuminated the world. "'They walked in silence for a moment. "'Ah,' said Susan Dolly, "'trickery with words. "'I would have thought you'd have been more literal-minded than that. "'I am nothing if not literal-minded. "'Trickery with words is where humans live.' "'All right,' said Susan, "'I'm not stupid. "'You are saying humans need fantasies to make life bearable?' Really, as if it was some kind of pink pill. No, humans need fantasy to be human, to be the place where the falling angel meets the rising ape. Tooth fairies, hogfathers, little... Yes, as practice, you have to start out learning to believe the little lies. So we can believe the big ones? Yes, justice, mercy, duty, that sort of thing. They're not the same at all. You think so? then take the universe and grind it down to the finest powder, and sieve it through the finest sieve, and then show me one atom of justice, one molecule of mercy, and yet, death waved to hand, and yet you act as if there is some ideal order in the world, as if there is some rightness in the universe by which it may be judged. Yes, but people have got to believe that. Or what's the point, my point exactly?' She tried to assemble her thoughts. There is a place where two galaxies have been colliding for a million years, said Death, a propos of nothing. Don't try to tell me that's right. Yes, but people don't think about that, said Susan. Somewhere there was a bed. Correct. Stars explode. Worlds collide. There's hardly anywhere in the universe where humans can live without being frozen or fried, and yet you believe that uh a... "'A bed is a normal thing. It is the most amazing talent.' "'Talent? Oh, yes, a very special kind of stupidity. "'You think the whole universe is inside your heads.' "'You make us sound mad,' said Susan. "'A nice, warm bed.' "'No, you need to believe in things that aren't true. "'How else can they become?' said Death, helping her up onto Binky.' Those mountains, said Susan as the horse rose, are they real mountains or some sort of shadows? Yes. Susan knew that was all she was going to get. And I think about that all the time. I think about I'm I'm it's me again. I'm not reading the book anymore. Um I think about these lines all the time that that we need fantasy to be human and I feel they they reno- resonate with me so much. Um Because, well, because I think they're true. I think it's true what what Terry Pratchett is having death say in this book. That, um, we need to believe in good things. We need to believe that, that we can be good. That, because, I mean, here's where I come to it. You know, maybe in the grand scheme of the universe... In a billion years or something, maybe several billion, I have no idea. Maybe the Earth isn't even going to be here anymore. Maybe the sun will swallow it up. Maybe it'll fry. Um, and nothing I've done will have mattered. Or even, heck, me in a in hundred years. You know, no one's going to remember me in a hundred years. But... On the other hand, our experiences are very real, even if, you know, they're relatively short. Um, So you listening to this right now, you're real to me. Um, Even if, you know, in a couple billion years, no one's going to know anything about any of us. Maybe that doesn't matter. I mean, right now... I'm talking, I'm experiencing, I'm being, you have that famous, I think, therefore I am, I experience, therefore I am, you know, and I feel like there's something that matters about that, you know, maybe it doesn't matter to everyone, (laughs) maybe it doesn't matter in a billion years, but right now I'm existing, um, and I want to make the most I can of that, and other people are existing too, they're experiencing, they're feeling, um, You know, so I feel like things do matter, even if they don't matter forever. And um, fairness matters, and right matters, and the suffering people go through right now matters. And um, maybe we always don't feel like it matters. Maybe, you know... Maybe today you went out, you read a book, maybe you went out, you smiled at a few people, did some shopping, went to school, um, and you're like, why does it even matter? Well, I'm not going to tell you. You have to think it matters today. But I think you, I, we want to know that we've been people who have been kind and, you know, for our tiny little corner of the universe, maybe we can make a difference. Or at least we can try. We can try to make the world a better place. And it won't matter in a billion years. I'm not saying it will. I mean, maybe some people believe it will. There's some people who believe that, you know, all humans who are saved are going to live forever in heaven. I don't believe that. Um, so to me, that makes the now even more important because living right now is all I know that I have. Um, and I, I want to feel like I'm a part of a bigger story than just me sitting in this chair, breathing and talking right now. Um, so I don't think there's a problem with that, um, with wanting that, wanting to feel that way. I think we, I think people need it. I think people need to feel like they're a part of a a bigger story. And um, maybe, I I think that's what draws some people to to Christianity. Even if once they get into Christianity, they find that um, they're, you know, in in the conservative version of Christianity, they're judging gay people. They're trying to take away rights from gay people, rights from trans people, they're they're engaging in all these policies, all these politics that will hurt people because, um, I mean, they're told, I was told, I was convinced that that's part of a bigger story. And for the people that survive into heaven, you know, being unkind to them now is what matters in the long run because if you're unkind to them, then they'll realize they need God and then they'll get saved and then they'll live forever. And everyone lives happily ever after in heaven, except for the people that, you know, don't make it. In which case, whatever happens to them in hell will be much worse than, you know, you being unkind to them on earth. Um, So, yeah, they're (laughs) very, I was very eternity minded. um, And, yeah, that was kind of a bad thing because, um, you know, it was, it was unkind. People were unkind. People were manipulative in the hope that that would matter and somehow be good in the long run, the eternity run, you know. Eternity is such a big concept, but you know, it's longer than you'd be alive, that's for sure. It's longer than uh, alive on Earth, I mean. Um, I feel like I'm rambling now. I just I don't know. i I like stories. I feel like people need stories and people want to feel like they're part of a story. And that's why I, you know, that's why I tell my little solstice narrative in the, in the upcoming episode. That's why um, my family celebrates these holidays based on these goddesses from um, the Legend of Zelda games. We, we've made up our own little holidays uh, based on those goddesses from those, from the games and it's really fun and it's uh it's a thing that is set up you know along the year that um between the winter solstice and the spring equinox there's a, a holiday we celebrate and between the s- spring equinox and the summer solstice there's another holiday etc cetera, etc cetera. and those midway points we have we have the holidays and um also we we typically observe the equinox and the solstice and when i have said observe um that's basically what i mean we observe it we we note that it's passing we note that it's passing by and you know we we mark it by having usually a special meal and a little um a little party at home and sometimes we have like a little dance party or something and um, just just the four of us, and it's it's really fun. Um, and I think I think it, it helps us feel like we're a, a part of something, a part of even just the earth, a part of the earth spinning around the sun. Hey, that includes us because we're we're marking this every year or my birthday. My birthday matters a lot to me, mostly because I get presents. I'm I'm not going to lie. Mostly because I get presents and I get to pick out dinner and I get, I usually have like a, I like pie more than cake, like this chocolate pie that I really like. And, um, people give me presents and, you know, all it is, is that the earth is in the same position relative to the sun that it was on the day I was born. Um, for the, you know, 30th time or whatever. I'm not going to say exactly how old I am. I'm I'm old enough to not want to say that. (laughs) Just kidding, I'll be 32. (laughs) And, um, you know, but that means something to me, even if it just sort of grounds me in in the planet. But um, anyway, I... I just wanted to share that that little couple of pages from the Hogfather and some thoughts about the solstice and meaning. And basically, I feel like meaning is, is a thing we make, and I don't feel like that makes it any less meaningful. I feel like the meaning of our lives is a thing we pick and a thing we create and that we make the choice, you know, every day we make the choice to wake up and to to be part of some story or or to you know even if it's just a little story where you know in which you wake up you wake up you you eat food you you're part of the earth for another day um and everyone has to do that i think for themselves Um, And also we like to do it as a community. So we like to read the same stories our friends have read. We like to watch the same movies. We all like to watch movies with people. Um, I like, I'm going to go see the new Star Wars soon, whenever it comes out, you know. And um, I love the experience of going to a really crowded theater and sitting among hundreds of people. And everyone's like gasping and clapping and laughing at the same times because i feel really connected to these people and connected to their excitement uh and i really i really love that i love that feeling and um and you could say oh it's just a movie so it doesn't really matter but um i think it matters just as much of any as anything we're we're people together experiencing that thing and it doesn't matter you know that it's a movie that we're experiencing that it's fiction that we're experiencing the The emotions we're feeling together are are very real. and um I wanted to talk about Santa. like why is it so important to to believe in Santa? And I feel like it has to do with the the story. I feel like it has to do with it being a story that you can be part of um because every year, like clockwork, <laughs> There's the Santa thing, and, and every year kids get presents, and every year there's the the mystery, and every year there's, um, you know, you can go to the mall. You can find Santa at any mall, and um, there's books you read every year, and it makes you feel like you're part of this big cultural story, this big cultural party, and everyone not everyone but a lot of people are are celebrating the same thing and it's a story you lived through when you were a child you lived through a different part of it and um and now you know you want your kids to have that and you want you to be the adult who's in on the mystery um so yeah i i totally i totally get it i think we want to feel like we're part of a story um so i think we want we want to have santa i think um we want to have big narratives. We want to believe we're the good guys. I know that's really important to American history book writers. They feel like America's the good guys, so that's kind of a problem. I'm not going to get into all that right now because that's a much bigger conversation. But we want to be part of a of a narrative, and I feel like Santa's a relatively innocent way to fulfill that. You used to have, um, you know, in in ancient Greece, you would have like all these. Cults around all these gods and there were rituals and temples, places you'd go, um, ceremonies you'd perform. A lot of religions have had those. Um, nowadays, Protestantism, the, the type of conservative Christianity I grew up in, didn't really have so many. And I feel like it kind of, I feel like Santa kind of fills a need for people to feel like they're part of a big thing um, together with other people. And like, they're in on a story, like they're part of a story and they're in on a secret. Um, and, uh, so any, anyway, that's what I was going to say about Santa, but I feel like we need to feel like we're part of something. Um, and my kid asked me one time, this is a little bit of a tangent. He asked me time if you, one time, if you need love to be alive. Um, he's just a little kid at the time. So I'm, I'm like, um, Not exactly sure what he's asking, but I'm doing my best to answer it, because that's what I always do. I said, I think you do. I mean, you don't need love to, like, literally continue breathing. You can continue breathing just fine. But, um, you know, to have a life you enjoy, I think you do need love. But I don't think it has to be, like, romantic. Because not everyone has romantic, not everyone wants a romantic relationship. But there's lots of ways to have love and, um... And I guess when I'm talking about being part of a story and feeling connected to other people or feeling connected to a story, I'm sort of talking about love, not romantic love again, but like, um, that feeling that you're connected to something else that's not just you existing in a void, you know, and I, I feel like that's good, good for people and, um, that's why I kind of sometimes like to do my other narratives that are other than just telling the Bible story, just flat out telling so that, you know, maybe we, we can feel like we're in on a story together. Um, and anyway, so I, I think, I think people need love and I think people need connectivity and friendship and that can take a lot of different forms. Um, But anyway, so that's what I guess that's, that's all I really wanted to say today is I I feel like maybe sometimes I feel like stuff I do is is not meaningful in some grand cosmic sense of the word, but I also feel like that doesn't matter because meaning, I think, is sort of what you make it, and that's not a super scholarly position. I mean, you could be scholarly with it, but I'm not being. I'm just being human with it Um, so anyway um, I hope that this winter this year this lifetime you get to be part of some stories that you can feel good about being part of and um, find your communities and find people and things to love and um, anyway I I hope everyone has a really good winter and happy holidays if you celebrate any. And um, if anyone has any thoughts like about meaning and stuff like that, I'd I'd like to hear them. Um, I'm not even sure this is going to see the light of day. But um, anyway, I'll see everyone. Well, I'll talk to everyone <laughs> later. Until next time, Shannon Starchild.